everyone. Welcome to Let's Celebrate. This is a weekly movie review podcast. Each episode, we take a look at a movie that was released during this week in history. We're starting with mostly movies released in 1998. And we hope that you enjoy our show and encourage you to participate here in discussion about this episode or what you hope to see in future episodes. I'm Steve. Ryan is half asleep. I'm here. Yeah. He's yawning over there. Um, we've just finished Armageddon. Deep I don't know Impact what you're talking about. That was weeks that was like, ago. like a week ago. Yeah. We did that a week ago. Yeah, how have you been? I haven't seen you in a while. It's been a long time. You're wearing the same clothes. Yeah, well, that's because what, you, what, have, you, what have you done with the hair here? Did you use that hair gel? <laughs> yep. I use a special hair gel that Special hair has. gel that's going to go into this movie that we're talking about right now. Um, we are going to be talking about something about Mary. Yes. Um, through the wonders of technology, we're doing this today and going to release it today. Yes, that's what mm, we're going to do. Yes. Um... It's interesting, we just talked on the last episode about who actually listens to us. And we talked about, is Canucks a bad word? Is Canucks a bad word? And, and the funny so, thing is, uh, we have somebody who listens to us from Canada. Yeah, pretty recent. Pretty uh, very recently regularly. and regularly. regularly. Yeah, so. Uh, it looks like they have listened to every episode. Yeah, so, so we're if, sorry if we did offend you. <laughs> if last episode we talked about being a Canuck offended you, mm-hmm. oh, we're so sorry. See, now you said the word again, so now you're like Papa John that, you know, is going to He just get... resigned today. Yeah. Oh, I mean, last week. Yeah. He resigned last week. A while ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whenever the hell we released this, a week before that. Yes. Um. So if I offended you, he or she who listens from Canada, we're terribly sorry. Yeah, because we love Canada. Yeah. We're thinking about how to escape into... I'll be there in a week. Yes. I and think. maybe not come back. I don't know if they'll let me back. Yeah. Maybe if I put a few more tweets out about Donald Trump, they won't let me come back, and I'll just be forced to stay. Only in your dreams. <sighs> You're in it with us, buddy. I don't want to be in it with us. <laughs> do we. I just want to stay there. Yeah. <sighs> I just, uh, you know, we could probably go on and on for an hour just us sighing about the current <laughs> yeah. situation and going... Uh, that should be our next podcast. We just pull up like <laughs> CNN. We just we read the current political news in the United States and go. But we don't uh. we don't say anything about it. It's just the noises that we make, like the sad, <laughs> yeah. you know, I've given up on life noises. So I, I plan when I go to Canada next week. Yes. To um, to like take a picture of myself at the border, and just be like, I'm here, and I don't know if I'm coming back. <laughs> yep. And. There could be any number of reasons, you know. Uh, Donald Trump is at the top, uh, near the top of that list. Maybe I'll find a hot chick up there. There you who's go. Who's not offended by me using that c word? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And you don't have to worry about your wife finding out you said that because as she we've doesn't talked this anyway. before, they don't listen to this. No. You know what I could do? I could literally say whatever I wanted right now. Yeah, and she'd have no idea. I could like confess my sins right here, <laughs> and she would never know. That's on a different podcast, though. You got to do like Mark Maron's podcast for that. Okay, could I do that? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think you don't think he'd let me on there. I don't know if he does anymore. I mean, we we could always say you know we're we're colleagues technically. We do yeah, podcasts. Yeah, hey, we do the same thing. We do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Invite us on your show. We will. We will. Um, I'll cry about something. I will. I don't care. Yeah. Um, in the last week since we did the last podcast, I I got a call from that Winnipeg <laughs> soccer team. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that didn't happen. Um. So let's talk about something about Mary. All right. 
Um, last episode, you really heard us ramble and rave and, and do all sorts of weird stuff. We're going to try to get back at least somewhat to the script this time. I didn't watch any other crazy movies. To talk. Well, I did, but I'm going to save that one when we talk about <laughs> Die Hard. Because it goes kind of with Die Can Hard. we talk about Skyscraper when we do Die Hard too? Yes, we can talk about Skyscraper. Because we'll see we're Skyscraper before we do Die Hard, won't we? Yes. When does Skyscraper come out? Uh, the 13th. This week? So tomorrow? Or, or last week. Last week, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so we've already seen Skyscraper. Yeah, so we'll talk about it when yeah. we do Die Hard. Um, we will get back onto it. We'll so. get back to that. Um, um, something about Mary. Something about Mary. So um, the box office 20 years ago, Something About Mary opened now this, this, is this the, weekend. Yeah, this is interesting. It opened, but it didn't open big. No, it didn't. It opened number four. It's number four. Now, it came out on Wednesday, so well, if, you, you know, you look, it made $17 million since Wednesday, so it would have been three if you would have taken all those days, but yeah, it opened number four. Right. It did $13 million behind Armageddon, which did 16 behind Lethal Weapon 4, which did 21 in its second week. This is the second week, so. And? And behind Mask of Zorro. Which we which, just talked about. Uh-huh. Would be the movie that Batman's parents were killed Yeah, because Batman's parents are always killed Watching a Zorro movie. Seeing a Zorro movie. And it used if to be you, like the old Douglas Fairbanks one, but, but now... But if you follow the timeline that's yeah, been set forth now... Yeah, Bruce is like 28, 29. So he died... Mask of Zorro. Watching Mask of Zorro. Yep. They died watching Mask of Zorro. Their last um, thoughts would have been of Catherine Zeta-Jones or Antonio Banderas, which isn't bad. He was very vigorous. Yes. Very vigorous. But yeah, so it opened number four. Yeah. But here's where the funny thing is. It's one of the biggest movies of the year. Because if you go... Weekend to weekend. So it opened in number four and it did $13 million the first weekend. But it only dropped 8% from week one to two. And it made $12 million that next week. And next, it actually went way yeah. up. And then, then this is where it even gets better because it's this word of mouth hit. Yeah. Um, it did $10 million the third weekend. Again, only down 13%. Movies now come out in the next week. They're considered oh, still yeah. doing well if they drop 60. <clears throat> yeah. And then we go down 11%, 8%, 12%. And then we just and shoot And then up. we go up. And we also opened at number four. We go four, four, three, four, four, three, two, two and then we shoot one. one. And it goes up 30%. That's Labor Day weekend, but it goes to number one. And this and is it, a word of mouth thing. All yeah. word of mouth. And now it's made $10 million. So it's making as much on what weekend is this? The eighth. The, eighth, the week. eighth weekend, it's making as much, almost as much as it did the second week. Yeah. That's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. And it stayed, it kept making at least a million dollars for 16 weeks. It, yeah. It, through November 1st, this movie comes out in July, through November 1st, it's still making a million dollars. Well, we go into, it. I mean, we go into, it breaks here. Yeah. And we come into the 99s, but mm -hmm. you know, really by week there. 18, it's still in uh, 300 theaters making $300,000. Yeah, $300,000. Yeah. So this was a giant word of mouth hit. You know, it did not open that well, no. but it was so funny. Everybody was talking about it. It made $176 million. And that's in. Oh, that's. Um, whoa. Let me say. Oh, hey. We go back here. All right. And that's in. We got to go back one more. There we and go. I was just gonna do. I know, but I went to the wrong oh, button. All right. So if and you go to now. So if it made, if it sold the same amount of tickets, it would have made three hundred and forty-three million dollars. Yeah, that's bigger Today. than any comedy out there. More than The Hangover made. Everything this, like that. This is a movie. This that, is a giant hit. Yeah, and I remember watching it. 
I remember watching it too. But it's funny because it wasn't a movie, like we talked about a minute ago, it wasn't a movie that was really on my radar when it first came out. No, it, it had a bad preview, didn't seem that funny. The only reason I saw it, it was my good friend Ben Winnick. He worked yep. at the theater right by our house, The Strand. Mm-hmm. Um, he worked there, so he saw it because it came out on Wednesday. Yeah. And he's like, dude, you have to see this movie. I'm like, I don't want to see that. That doesn't look that good. I'm going to go see Zorro. Or, you know. I saw Zorro. I saw saw Zorro before I I saw something about Mary. I did too. But I'm like, I'm going to go see this. I'm going to see that. He's like, no, you have to go see this. So he literally came to my house, picked me and my girlfriend, now wife, up. Mm -hmm. We all went to the theater. He got us in for free. I can say it again because he hasn't worked in a year. He got us in for free. Because that's not like, even hey. strand anymore. It's the AMC. Now. Yeah, because he so. like had he just got it, and he's like, "You guys have to see this movie," and I saw it, and it was one of the funniest movies I've seen in the theater. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't remember that much laughing that hard in this movie, and it starts out with the beans above the Frank scene. Oh, I it mean, does. That's where it starts out because it starts out that Ben Stiller plays this nice guy. He's in love with Cameron oh. Diaz, who's yeah. like this beautiful, sweet, nice. Everything this is, is great with her. And this is also back when Cameron Diaz was really attractive. Eh, she still is. She's not as much because at least to me, yeah, because she's too skinny and aged. I know, but yeah, it, do, it doesn't go. But like, at, at this time, yeah, this time, Cameron Diaz is as hot as it gets. Yeah, and so the movie starts like. She has a um, younger brother that has, you know, he's developmentally disabled. Yeah. Uh, mentally disabled, I mean. It was mentally disabled. Yeah, yep. he's mentally disabled. And um, Ben Stiller does something really nice for him. So um, Mary's like, oh, I want to go to prom I'll with him. I'll go to prom so, with that guy. Um, she's getting ready because, I, it's uh, oh, um, like he does the ear thing and it makes her brother angry and he accidentally breaks the strap so she's getting fixed he goes to the bathroom he's just is, use the restroom yeah is zipping up he sees two lovebirds on oh. the um thing they go away and then he sees um mary like in her bra so he freaks out and zips up his pants and oh. the balls are in there and they show it <laughs> and all these guys are there and they unzip it and he gets hurt and he goes to the hospital for a while and then you go forward like 10 years yeah. um Chris Elliott's like his best friend who's married, is happy and everything, but he's never been able to get over it. it. So he wants to know what happened to Mary, and he hires a really skeezy kind of, that his friend Chris Elliott tells him to do, played by Matt Dillon. And let me say right now, Matt Dillon steals this movie. Oh, he is so good. We have a movie starring Chris Elliott, Ben Stiller, and Cameron Diaz. And they're not the stars. And the person that steals this movie is Matt Dillon, in his creepiest, disgusting, yep. you know, PI personality. Just when he gets, like, he overhears Mary and, like, the landlord, you know, being funny and saying, oh, I love a man with big teeth. So he goes and gets these <laughs> giant caps on his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and he has those for the rest of the movie. And just, So good. He just has, like, the most un-PC things that he's saying about all these people. It's just... He's just so good. Oh, he is so funny in this movie. And, you know, Ben Stiller... He made his career out of playing this kind of yeah, put-upon straight man. He did it in this. He did it in um, the Meet the Parents series. Meet the Fockers. Yeah, yeah, the same sort of, you know, regular nice guy that gets in all these moments and, you know, stuff happens to him that, you know, hijinks ensue. But, yep. um, yeah, so, like, he find, he um, wants to find her. Um, he hires the P.I., and the PI falls in love with her, so he goes back and says, 
oh no, she's ugly. You know, she's really fat. She's in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. You don't want anything to do with her. She hasn't got like ten kids. Oh, I still want to meet her. You want to meet the porker in the wheelchair? <laughs> All right. So, um, you know, he finds out that it's not true that she's actually really hot because <laughs> one of his other friends is like was at a conference with her. So he goes down. She lives in Miami. Yep. And um, you know, he just sees her and goes over. And that's when he gets the hook in his. Um, the mouth, fishing hook the in his mouth. And, yeah. Um, but like, you know, they... Which I might add, I've had a fishing hook in my skin before. They hurt, I bet. If it's got a barb on it... Uh-huh. I bet that hurts. Oh, there's there's the best way to do it, and, and it, it hurts like hell, is to push it the rest of the way through. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. if you pull it back out, that barb just tears your skin to pieces. Mm-hmm. Ow. Yeah. So think <laughs> about that in his mouth. Yeah. So, um, but they start dating because, you know... She remembers them. She always liked them. Mm-hmm. They catch back up. And so then the movie becomes um, Matt Dillon's characters trying, trying to, to break them up. Break them it, up, I yeah. Guess. And um, like one of her friends is this um, English professor that's got, um, you know, bad legs and he's got crutches and everything. You find out that he's in love with her and he's actually like a pizza guy. <laughs> and they're all trying to. <laughs> Break up. Brett Favre shows up at one point because that's his ex boy. That was his ex boyfriend. Yeah, the ex boyfriend. And um, Chris Elliott is her um, high school flame. Uh, I can't remember. Was Dookie or something like? Is it Dookie? It's something I, weird. I like just watch this. I can't. But uh, he's got a thing for shoes. So you know, all this stuff is happening at the end, and it's just. He's got all of his shoes and like holding on to them <laughs> and like sniffing them. But um, this is made by the Farley Brothers. Yes. Who were really big. They did Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Which doesn't age well. No, it did. I tried to watch it with the kids and it's it not. It was on TV that good. a couple weeks ago and I tried to watch it and I was like, oh, this is such um, a funny movie. And it was but not. they did that. They did my favorite of their movies, Kingpin, which oh, I could such watch. Such a good movie. I could still watch. Bill Murray is the goat in that movie, but I yes. mean, that's, that's just funny. Um, me, myself, and Irene, um, mm. you know, they've kind of gone down. But this, this was their peak. This is Something good. about Mary's, even though I like Kingpin a little bit more. This, this was is, as good as it got for them. This is their creative peak. Yeah, this is their biggest hit. You know, like I said, if it came out today, it would make, you know, um, Marvel money. and make Star Wars money. Yeah. So it was a huge hit. And the reason it was is you like the characters, number one. Um, you really like Ben Stiller. You fall in love with Cameron Diaz. Oh my goodness! Don't because you? Because not only is she beautiful, but she's got this great giggly, she wonderful is, personality. She is absolutely a perfect character. Yeah, she's a, she's the perfect person. Too. She like, is. Her character is. Doesn't she work with the disabled or something like yeah, that? She yeah, she works with the disabled. Um, she is a sports person that can eat yeah. chicken wings and knows all this and. She is everything. Body. Yeah, she's got that everything. That a man would want. Yeah, but um, you know, it's got a good story. It's got those good characters. It's written really <clears> funny. <throat> mm-hmm. But the things you remember is they do such a good job staging these set pieces. So that's you're right because a lot of this movie that I remember comes around an individual joke of some sort that just whether keeps... it's it's some sort of a thing here yeah. like the fish hook or the gel. Uh huh. The beans above the frank. Right, the beans above the frank. It, it's one small thing that's going to make it funny, but they do such a good job around it. Yeah. Of setting and, it. And, I mean, like, it's no different than if you, you know, one of my favorite action scenes in a, a superhero movie, Spider-Man 2, with um, the 
whole Doc Ock fighting on top of the building and mm-hmm. then going to the subway and stopping the subway. Yeah. These jokes are, like, when I was watching this, they're constructed in that same way. They are. Because it's meticulous how they do it, you know? This happens and then this happens and then it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Because <coughs> the whole Excuse thing me. with the um, hair gel, you know, his best friend is like, you're not going out there with a loaded gun, are you? He's like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, you got to do this. You got to you gotta and give like, yourself he's some like, love. Yeah, he's, dis- he's like distracted and doesn't know where all the stuff goes. And then he get, and like, <laughs> you're like, okay, I know this is going to show up later. And then it does. You're like, okay, this is going to – and then like you think the joke is going to be like he's going to be embarrassed. And it's on no. his ear. And it just keeps But then the joke on. gets bigger because she's like – What is that? Oh, you got some hair gel and she takes she it. She grabs it and puts, and it, puts it in her, her hair. hair. And it's just sticking <laughs> up the whole time. And, and it keeps going because the, she goes out like that. Yeah, and, and, it, and he never actually gets caught per no. se. That, you know, you think that's the joke. So it's almost like they're magicians. They're showing you this and they're actually going here. Is that the most iconic scene of this movie that everybody remembers? I, I think it I is. I think it's the scene that everybody remembers. But it's not the best scene of the movie. But I think, you know, the beans above the Frank, you know, oh, is actually funny. Especially when they show it and, like, his yeah. balls are above. Oh, God. <laughs> and they're all just stuck in that fly. Why are we talking about this? Yeah. Um, that's a great scene. Like I said, anything with Matt Dillon's great. The whole movie revolves around him. Mm-hmm. When if you'd have if you'd have showed me the cast list, and I'd never seen this movie before, I'd have been like, eh, all right. Yeah. So Matt Dillon will play a role. Uh huh. But it, he doesn't play a role. Yeah. And the and the thing is, it's like one of those things. The end of a sporting event. You know, you get to the championships, Super Bowl, um, the NBA, the Stanley Cup final, anything like that. They always go at the end and they award the MVP to someone. Mm-hmm. This the MVP of this movie is Matt Dillon. I think it is. Because, you know, Cameron Diaz does what she needs to do. Ben Stiller is a straight man. He does a great straight man. But Matt Dillon made me laugh so much in this movie. And, like, it's he's not known for that. No, he's not. Think about the other movie we did with Matt Dillon on this podcast already. Matt Dillon had a good 98, man. Yeah, but, I mean, Wild Things is not this character. No, but, I mean, like... But it's so good. He's scuzzy still. He's still scuzzy sleazy. Yeah. But, I mean, he's just so good in this and, like... Are we just saying he's good at a scuzzy, sleazy character? Yeah, I, I think, think so. he is. And then um, the scene where he's um, like got the big glasses, like the binoculars, and he's gonna look at her, oh and he like puts goodness. him down for a second. And then he actually goes up and he sees like the old woman. He's like, ah, oh, kink in the armor. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, thank. I mean, just you know, the guy is a horrible person. You're rooting for Pen. Stiller, but there's part of you that kind of want him to win. Yeah, you do. I mean, well, apart from I'm mean, so okay. We talked about Matt uh, Matt Dillon being kind of skeezy. Mm-hmm. Cameron Diaz and Ben Stiller are just these perfect people, really. Ben yeah. Ben Stiller's that weird, awkward guy. Uh-huh. Almost reminds me of me in a way. Yeah, because I'm kind of awkward like that too. I could see myself, you know, if I'm not married and meeting another woman, being kind of awkward, uh-huh. weird. Yeah. I can see, but, he, so I, but he's got a good heart. But he's got so. a good heart, um, and and so when you when you play Matt Dillon, the lease bag off of those two, uh huh, it's great. It's so good. And then like Ben Ben Stiller does have his moments because it's funny at the end where you think he's gonna be the big guy and he's like, um, you know, the, the pizza man that was pretending to be British. Oh god! It's like he's the one that ruined Brett Favre's you know chance, and he's yeah. like. 
he didn't actually do anything, and he loves, you know, you. So he's, like, leaving, and you just see him from the back, from, like, Cameron Diaz's perspective, and it's like, oh, he did the hero thing, he's walking away. And then, again, they do this thing. <laughs> they flip the camera, and you <laughs> see Ben, Affle- ben Stiller, and he's like... <laughs> and he's just got he's got the like, huge tears yeah <laughs> just giant tears and snot everywhere and oh, he's like gagging just such a good thing but from the back it looks like he's doing the heroic manly yeah, thing of, the you know what away. i'm going to i'm going to let you be happy i'm not I'm going gonna, to yeah. i'm not going to stand in the way of your happiness whereas again just like me uh-huh. I would be the manly walking away, and if you flip the camera I'm like, <laughs> yeah he's just got, <laughs> he's got tears everywhere uh such a good movie. Uh-huh. Such a good scene. And then I love that, like, right after, um, you know, <laughs> she stops him. You think there's going to be this um, big, like, reconciliation. And then she just asks him a question. You're like, oh. But then, yeah, like, no. um, then she, it, like, goes, yeah, I'm not even a big Packers fan. You know me. Yeah. But then I love, <laughs> I totally forgot the end of this movie because okay. throughout it, there's this troubadour. Yeah. That's playing. You know, there's something about Mary. Mm-hmm. And they're playing. And, like... The two of them are walking off together at the end, and there's the guy and his, um, like, accompanist. And all of a sudden, there's, like, this old dude that's been in this whole thing with, like, the voice box. Yeah. There's just this shot that goes out, and the one guy just falls into the river like the troubadour. <laughs> and it's the old dude. He's like, get get away from me. That bitch is mine. And, like, <laughs> the other guy, like, the main singer gets killed, yeah. goes into the bay, and the drummer just drops his... Uh, sticks and runs the other way and the movie ends with those two going and the landlady's like I thought you wanted to be with me and the fisherman's like no I was just using you to get to her and he's chasing <laughs> after her and there's no music at the end of this movie because they killed the singer it's just it's just such a great a great ending to the movie yeah it, it's like I still like I haven't seen this movie probably and I don't know why it's not on cable that much no it it's huge, not I mean you can't have well, it on somebody, cable but somebody can't go but, you but know, I mean, like, you could have it on HBO or Stars, or why isn't this on Netflix? Why isn't it on Netflix? Why isn't it on the Stars app? Yeah. Why, why isn't, isn't this somewhere, somewhere that you can watch? Because it's still enjoyable. So I was kind of worried when I turned it on. I'm like, did it just... Maybe it just sucked. Yeah. No, I didn't think that. I'm like, maybe it was a movie of its time. American That's Pie. That's what I mean. Yeah, American Pie. It was funny when I was Yeah, but it's not 18. funny now. It's probably not going to be... Or, you know, an 18-year-old now is not going to find it funny. It was funny for people that... We're born between 1995 and 2001. Right. Well, you look at movies, I mean... Or like, 19... I'm sorry, that's when it came out. Like, 1978 to 1985. That's who's going to find American Pie funny. Probably. So I thought that was going to be And that could like be it. this one, too. Yeah, and I thought that was going to be But it wasn't. It. And there, there, there are parts where, again, kind of like what I was talking about with Deep Impact, the pacing was a little off. Just okay. the way they did stuff, you could tell it was a little older. Right. But it's still so funny. It didn't it matter. Fit with this, it fit with this movie, though. Yeah. Um, what got what gets me about it is, uh, again, kind of like some of the other films that we've seen, I don't think anything really dates the movie that much. No. I mean, like, Brett Favre. <laughs> well, Brett Favre. But Brett Favre's come out of retirement 73 times. Yeah. I think he's probably playing for the Vikings this year. <laughs> yeah. I think he's playing for the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers or something. Oh, good goal. They need, they, a they need something. They need a quarterback the first few weeks. Hey, Canada has a football league, too. Yep, <laughs> He's probably playing up there. He might. Hey, with Tebow? Isn't, no, that, who, where, isn't no. that where Flutie came from? Flutie came from there, and who's playing there now? Uh, Johnny Football. Manziel. Oh, Manziel, yeah, Johnny Football. What team does he play for? I don't know. I don't know. The I don't know any of the Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> That's who he should oh, play God. for. Hang on a minute. 
We have a Canadian listener. No, I'm saying that's who you should play for because oh, okay. he's a giant fuck-up. Okay. No, no that's like you're talking about no, the Canadian... Canadian. I watch Canadian football. I find it interesting. It's, when it's on it's, Fox. It's, it's more interesting than ours. Yeah. Although I still like rugby more. I mean, to yeah. watch it as a pure sport. Anyway. But anyway, so, yeah, it, it wasn't dated. It was still funny, you know. It was. All the gags still work. And, I, you know, when I saw it, I wasn't as big as a filmmaking person because I teach this now. So I yeah. saw, I'm like, God, the way they constructed this movie was just brilliant because it was. It was like an action director doing these sets or this magician because you always thought the joke well, was going to go this way and it goes that way. That's kind of, I mean, the magician is the way I thought about it because with the magician, it's very sleight of hand. You expect something to come from the left hand uh-huh. and all of a sudden it comes in from the right. Yeah, and it was it was cringeworthy comedy before that was really big because yeah. that got big with The Office and... You know, just Ricky Gervais, Gervais. and Sasha Bar- Baron Cohen. Cohen and all that. So this kind of did that before, but it was still – you liked the people. So it was it was really good. So I enjoyed it and then I'm trying you, to get – You need to slide over there. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So I think it still holds up. I do too. Um, the best scene, I still go with the first the, 15 minutes. So you go with the, the, the Franks? Yeah, just because – that is such a good table setter. This is what it you're really in for, for the rest of the movie. I mean, it sets up the whole movie, doesn't it? Because you sit there and you watch that scene, mm-hmm. and you just go, "It, it is." You're, you're right. It's, it's the director just saying, "If you like this joke right here, mm-hmm. you're gonna like the rest of this movie." Yeah. And if you don't, you're probably done. Uh huh. But I don't know anybody who didn't like that joke. No. And it just, like I said, it just sets up the movie. It does. You're already laughing, so you're already opened yourself to the movie, and then it can do whatever it wants. It can get as gross as it wants to. It can get as un-PC because, like I say, it they, does. Yeah, they, it does. It does. Um, so that's why I think it's the best scene. Um, I can't deny that. I, I kind of wonder if if I consider the best scene to be to, to, to be that the hair gel scene, and not because it's the best scene in the movie, but because it's it holds up so yeah. much. It's, it's so iconic. There must have been something right about that scene. Yeah. It's, it, you know, it's like um, the boulder scene from Indiana Jones yeah. or the beginning of Jaws. You know, it's you these know it. scenes that all you got to do is see a still of it, know what it's from. You see a if, still. If you see a still of, of Cameron Diaz with her hair yeah. up, you know exactly what movie it is. Yep. You're like, oh, something about Mary. Yeah. Boom, done. So. Got it. That, that, that is true. Um, um, the worst scene, though, I don't know. It all played well together. Yeah. I would say. When it, he was mopey Ben Stiller before Matt Dillon gets before into it. Before Matt Dillon gets involved? Yeah, I, think I, that, think, I think that took too long. Yeah, it lasts... Like, again, that's just a 90s thing. I think yeah. today, if they would make it... Well, they did Unless that, it was Netflix. They then did that with four. Wedding Singer, too, though. Yeah. I felt like there was that mopey scene that lasted a little bit too long with yeah. Adam Sandler, too. Uh-huh. It's like, it's a comedy. Okay, let's keep going. So, okay, I get it. You set the scene. He's he's sad. Let's yeah. go. Let's move. Um, champion of the film, we've already said. Uh, it's, it's Matt, Matt Dillon. Dillon. Yeah. yeah. By far. I just about said Matt Damon. Matt Damon. That would have been an entirely different... He was different... in the Siamese twin Farley film. Yeah. So, he did the other one. Yeah, he did. Um, uh, would so, it do well today? I don't know. I, you know what? I, I would a lot do, of times... Would it do well three years ago? Yes. Oh, yeah. But I don't... Today, I think we've I think we've gotten out of this type of comedy again this Yeah, year. and that's the problem, because this was the movie well, that was the beginning of it. This was the first it, it was. few... Well, I mean, Dumb and Dumber was gross, yeah. but not... As gross as wasn't the same. Is. So let me ask you this: Think about 2018. We're halfway through it now. Yeah, over halfway through. What comedies have are huge one? hits this year? None. None. There what are the been. huge hits this year? 
action. Mm-hmm. You're talking Jurassic World. You're talking uh, Black Panther. Black Panther. Avengers. The Marvel movies in general. Uh huh. You're there's no comedy. No comedy is just kind of in a lull right now. There, I mean, even even a movie that I thought was as close as you can, it, it had comedic aspect was Jumanji. Yeah. Still an action flick. Yeah. Now that was funny though. That yeah. was a fun movie. Yeah, and that's that's where people are getting the comedy right now. That's where they, people are getting it. It you know it's kind of like after Ghostbusters came out, all these movies like Thunderball and yeah, all those I mean, are I trying watched, to be like a action special effects comedy. I watched Ant Man and Wasp a, it's a week com- ago. It's a comedy. And you watched it also a week ago. But yeah. I won't spoil it since you watched it a week ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta um, remember it. I, I have amnesia. <laughs> um, but it's a fun movie. But uh, you're right. That's that's a comedy. That's a comedy action. That's where you're yeah. getting your comedies from. You're not gonna get your comedies from and, something about Mary today. Yeah, and it's sad because a movie came out earlier this year called Game Night, which I still I, found, I still have yet to see it. I found immensely enjoyable. Everybody in that movie does a good job. It's funny. It's fun to watch. It was mm-hmm. an R-rated movie. I still watch it with my kids because I'm a bad parent. But they liked, they liked it too. I mean, it's a funny movie, but it didn't do that well because it's just comedies right now. They're just not there. Tag, I saw. I thought Tag was funny. But it's not It's not topping box yeah. offices. Tag, five years ago, probably would have been a big comedy hit, but they're just not right now. So <laughs> They're not. Would it do well today? It still is good. It still is good. But if you release that, it, if you release it at a time... Where there's a lull between the Marvel movies, maybe it's not going to do well, but it'll hold its own. It's not going to do weeks. the it'll, same amount of tickets. It's going to be a it's it, it's going to be a filler movie. Yeah, it's a filler movie in 2018. It's like, well, you know, we've got three weeks until the next Marvel movie comes out. We just did Jurassic World. Let's stick this in here. Uh huh. We'll have it for two weeks. Then yeah, we'll pimp or out the next Star Wars. It, it'd be one of those movies I think that would do decent in the theaters right now because. Movies don't stay in the theaters like they did then. They don't. This movie was still making. This isn't an eighteen-week movie today. In eighteen weeks, let's you know, let's it's, even look at something like Black Panther. Let's go to that. That was all right, so that had staying power. That's this week. Or that's this year. Yeah. So twenty eighteen. So when did Black Panther um, come out? Over President's Day. I don't know when President's Fre- Day. February sixteenth. Oh. So. Oh, I of course. All you have to do is look at the weekly. Yeah, you can tell when the Marvel movies come out. Yeah, 126. Of a 127% I mean, I'm just more. curious. Black Panther comes out. It's 127 percent more. 173 more. Yeah, that's got to be Infinity bit, War, yeah, isn't Infinity it? War. Yeah. yeah. So, but okay. So, let's so we go, come down here. So Black let's just go Panther. to Black Panther. Let's see how many. Let's go to the week. Uh, go up to weekend. Let's weekends, go up to right weekends. Here. Let's see what it was making in the tenth week. Was it still making a million dollars? Yeah, it was making four, five. Yeah. But I mean, like, <clears throat> but look how quick it drops. Yeah, but let's go. Yeah, from one and like this was a huge hit. They're like it only dropped forty four percent. Only something about Mary dropped eight percent. Yeah. Oops. So let's just look at a regular movie, like not, like not a a Marvel movie. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's just do. Um, oh, not Fifty Shades Free. No, that dropped like that dropped like well, a rock. Let's, let's do Jumanji. Yeah, let's do Jumanji. I mean, that was another one that had staying power. Yeah. So that was one that actually went up, I think, the next week. But that was also Christmas. But it was a Christmas break. So if you look from here to here, and they, the big you know, drops again. Yeah, they, they had bigger drops. But let's go to an actual normal film. So Jurassic World. Let's do Jur- the new Jurassic World. Jurassic World, I think I can just search it, can't I? Yeah. Um, let's just search That Jurassic movie Hill. is going to drop 60%. Fallen and Kingdom? Then, yeah. There we go. So, I mean, this is still a hit. It's still doing well. <laughs> but if you look. 60% drop. It dropped 60% the first week. 50% the next week. 
It's in the fourth week now, and it's probably going to do about $15 million. Yeah, because that's going to be another 50% drop. Yeah. So, you know, that versus something about Mary that in 18 weeks still making a million dollars. Yeah. 18 weeks is still in the theater. So I think if it came out today, it would it would be a decent size hit. I still think it would do it make its money back, but then it would have some sort of new life on Netflix or yeah. HBO or Hulu yeah, or Amazon where everybody's going to be quoting it. It's going to be like it's so funny cuz a lot of my um, friends on Facebook now are my old students. Mm-hmm. They still post about The Office. The Office has been off for ten years. <clears throat> the Office is great. Yeah, but they're but it's but they're just getting into it. It's this thing that's it's on Netflix now. They're I finding it. it. Yeah, they're finding it and they're like, this is funny. That would be something about Mary. Yeah, it would be. Um, it would not hold its own in a movie theater. I don't think. No. Um, um, who would we recast? I'm not recasting. I'm not this. recasting this movie. Do it today. Same characters. Same roles. Yeah. Well, you have to do... I don't want a I remake. Mean, Maybe no. a follow-up. No, that's not going No. Either. Don't touch this movie. Yeah, just leave it alone. Leave it alone. And would you pay to rent it? Yeah. Yeah. I would. It's good I enough. Need, I need to get a new copy of it, because kind of like I was talking with Armageddon, Did where... you get hair, 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 hair gel on yours? No, I did not. <laughs> Um, but kind of like we were talking about Armageddon, uh-huh. these movies I own because oh, I was wor- I was working in um, I was either working at a video store or a rental video store, so I had money, so I was buying a lot of movies. But they were before mm-hmm. they really like they look good on old TVs, but now that we have widescreens, they look like shit. So yeah. I would pay to rent the movie. Um, I would, you know if I ever see it for like five bucks on Blu-ray, I'll get it. I might not watch it that much, but it's a good one to have just yeah. to be like, hey, I'm going to watch this again. Yeah, why not? Um, you know, there's really not a ton to say about this movie other than it's just fun. Yeah, it's like I said, it's my second favorite Farley Brothers film. And, and this is this is peak Farley Brothers. This is the top of the mountain for them. This was critically acclaimed. Oh, yeah. Everybody was talking about it. Everybody loved it. It did well. It was this- in the popular conscious for... A few years. This is a perfect example of a word-of-mouth movie. Yeah. And it stayed in pop culture for a very long time. It still does for those of us at this age. Yeah. Now, you know, it's one of those things that's been 20 years. Is this... Some of the references aren't. Well, but is this or Dumb and Dumber? Like, if you thought of Fairly Brothers, what would you think of? Dumb and Dumber or something about Mary first? You know what? I don't know. Yeah. It depends. It's one of those things They're both... Like, mm. I'm always going to think of Kingpin, because I absolutely yeah. adore that movie. But you know, I would probably think... Okay, so here, here's where I'm going to preface this. I would probably think of Dumb and Dumber first, but that's because I haven't sat down and watched it again. Yeah. And if I watched it again, I'd probably go out of my memory. Yeah. And it's like one of those things, like, that's kind of what they're... Because, you know, it was the peak of um, Jim Carrey insanity and mm-hmm. everything like that. But something about Mary's a better movie. It and, is. Um, it's their peak, because and, they do Kingpin, which... Wasn't a hit. I loved it more, but it didn't do that. Didn't well. do well. And then they did the fat movie. No, they did um, the Jim Carrey where he had personality disorder. Me, myself, and Irene. Yeah. Yep. And then they did the fat movie with Gwyneth Paltrow and Jack Black, which I can't wasn't remember that, what that good. movie was called. Shallow Hal. Shallow Hal. That's what it's called. And then they did um, the movie with the brothers stuck on you. I think that was something the movie of that nature. But, I mean, like, they're still making movies, but when was the last time you remember seeing a great Farley Brothers movie? I don't remember seeing a great one. 
lately. Yeah. And it's just one of those things that they <clears throat> but, haven't done much. Like, I'm getting on their filmography right movie. now. What was um, their most recent, like, big hit? Yeah, I'm looking. Uh, I got, I'm trying to get to director. Because, I mean, they produce, they write a lot yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But their last um, movie that they did was a TV movie in 2015. Their last theatrical movie was Dumb and Dumber 2. Whoops. Which was awful. <laughs> now we know why they're only getting TV games. They did the Three Stooges. Do you remember there being a Three Stooges movie? Until I looked it up, I forgot that existed. N- no, I do remember there was one, now that you mention it, but I don't know anything about it. They did Hall Pass, where Owen Wilson's married Owen to Wilson's Jenna Fisher. Owen Wilson's married and gets a chance and, like, to do something It's like, else. hey, you can sleep with someone else. It's like, am I supposed to like Jenna this Fisher. asshole? Um, they did the Heartbreak Kid remake with Ben Stiller, which was mm. awful. They did Fever Pitch. With did Jimmy they Fallon. really? Yeah. Wow. Um, Stuck on You, Shallow okay, Hell. Yeah. Uh, me, Myself, and Irene. See, now we're in the time period. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that they had a good run where they went Dumb and Dumber, Kingpin, something about Mary. You know, those three movies back to back to back. Probably, probably set themselves up yeah. for the rest of their lives nicely. You know, they're fine. Uh-huh. They're living the hog. Yeah, and let's see. They, they have an upcoming project. It's called Green Book. I'm sure that'll be good. Uh-huh. A working-class Italian-American bouncer becomes a driver of an Amer- African-American classical pianist on a tour of venues through the 1960s American South. Holy crap, that sounds bad. That doesn't even sound good. It's got a good cast. Maybe, I don't know. Cause, Who's the cast? Um, little Linda Cardellini, Vigo Mortensen, and oh. uh, Marshala Ali, the guy that won for Moonlight. Yeah, so, okay. Could be it's, interesting. It's a different movie of his. Could be interesting. It's going to come out um, December 6, 2018. But yeah, like they're not where they were anymore. You know, it's one of those things that yeah. most of the people in this movie aren't. No, when was the they last aren't. Peter, uh, well, I mean, when was the last Chris Elliott sighting we've had? When was the last Cameron Matt Diaz hasn't Dillon? been anything. Yeah. Well, like you said, she got old. <clears throat> she got old. Matt, Matt Dillon. I mean, Ben, ben Stiller ben kind of has some stuff here and there still. But he does a lot of the artsy indie films He does now. now. So, um, I mean, like, when but, was the last you know, good comedy he was in? In terms of our timeline, though, for the podcast, this actually fits well, too. Mm-hmm. Because we get into s- next, so we're trying Soon. to play. We're trying to play with our time, our own timeline now. Coming up, coming up in the future, close yes. to where we are. Uh-huh. We're going to be doing uh, Saving Private Ryan, uh-huh. which which isn't a laugh aloud, mile no. a minute kind of movie like this one. It's. Um, I will warn my listeners that it's. I am a passionate World War II history person. And I love this movie. And so this podcast episode will probably be longer than the movie. <laughs> it's going to be like a hardcore history. We're actually going to have Dan 26 Car- hours later, I'm going to have Dan Carlin on here. Dan Carlin come in. He's going to talk. <laughs> the, um, we're going to talk about D-Day longer than the, the Operation actually, Operation Overlord I'm, actually took. I'm driving the long way to Canada next week so I can listen to Dan Carlin's uh, his podcast on Ancient Rome, which is supposedly like 20-something odd hours. There you go. So I'm taking the long way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's going to... So, we have that coming up, and we're going to do a Die special hard. Die Hard, because it's the 30th, 30th anniversary. Uh-huh. So if you look at that, it fits in nicely into our timeline, too. Yeah. Because this is a nice, light movie before we get into some, some pretty big shit. action, heavy shit movie. Yeah. Saving Private Ryan is a heavy movie. Uh-huh. And Die Hard is not heavy, but it's heavy action. Yeah. So this fits but well for us. It's still funny, though. It's still fun. 
Um, it's a Christmas movie. We should have done it at Christmas. Yeah, but it came out in July. I know it did, but it's a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. Those who argue with me, I dare you to compare the plot of Home Alone. Yep. I did that and shot my kid. Yep. And, like, it's the same plot. It is the exact same plot. And um, Kevin would have murdered those guys. Yeah. Like, flat out murdered well, them. If you've actually... Um, there people that's done The that. physics thing? Yeah, and they talk yeah. about, like... The paint would have crushed their skull. Yeah, the bricks in the second yes. movie that they th- he throws the Jesus. bricks <laughs> off at their head on like the fifth story. Yeah, it would have killed them. Yeah, there would have been no second movie because Macaulay Culkin would have been in prison. Yeah. for murdering. No, these he would have been like in some sort of psychiatric. Probably because they'd be like, yeah, he murdered people, but his parents left him alone <laughs> for like five I'm not sure days. What happened here? Um, their parents are as good as the ones that we're talking about Deep Impact last week that just oh let God. Elijah Wood go into the tidal wave. Yeah, except he wound up being smart and getting up on a hill. Because there was a hill. Because See, there was a hill. If you if there's water coming towards you... Get up on a hill. Go to a hill. So we need to know this for global warming. Yep. Although we live in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. I'm a long way from an ocean. Yep. Well... Screw we might, you, California. We might have an ocean view coming up. I'm going to sell my property if it becomes one. Yep, me too. Um, so... This will be released on whatever day we're releasing this on, because I don't know <laughs> what day it is even anymore. Um... We released last week uh, the Armageddon one, so I hope you liked that one. I hope you like this one. Um, <clears throat> if you are a person who listens to this, give us a shout-out. Let us know. Yeah, you know? follow us on Facebook. Um, we, we haven't had many new likes on Facebook. Lately. We haven't. It's interesting because we get a lot of views on Facebook, but, not but we don't get a lot of likes on the page. So like us on Facebook. Um, talk to us. You know, Tell us what you're enjoying. Uh-huh. You can send us a private message. I don't care if you if, don't want it to be on yeah. public. I don't if care. there's another movie that you know that's going to be 10, 15, 20 Or if old, it just holds a special place in your heart and it's from this era. Yeah, let us know. Let us know and we'll, we'll do, do it, it for yeah. you. If you have a special request, put it in. Yep. I, will, I will make a special episode just for you. Mm-hmm. And if you're that listener from Canada because you're the only listener from Canada who listens to every single episode. Uh-huh. We'll even do one for you. Yeah, whatever movie you like. You tell us a movie and we'll do we'll it. We'll watch Strange Brew. I won't do Fifty Shades. Not with you. No. <laughs> that, that would be interesting. Not doing Fifty Shades. Showgirls? Showgirls. <laughs> no, seriously. If, if, you do wanna, if you do want us to do something, let us know. Um, we, would, we have an outline of what we want to do, but it's flexible. Mm-hmm. And if you specifically are like, hey, I would love to hear you guys... Your take on movie X. Mm-hmm. We'll give it a shot. Yep. It may be horrible, and you may not like us at the end of it. <laughs> or if it's a really bad movie, I might go, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, we, we may literally come on the next podcast that next week and be like, listen, we got a request got from this, this person, yeah, we got fuck the, off. <laughs> yeah, we got this request from moviefan883 at gmail.com. Fuck, <laughs> fuck you so much. Um, but to the people who do actually listen... You know, to the few people in, in – there's one person in Decatur that listens, and you said Hi, that's your sweetie. daughter. Yeah. I love you, Lily. Hi, Lily. Um, there's a few people in Chicago. That's cool. And there's somebody who listens to every single episode of us in Canada. Yep. To the person in Canada, we love you. Yeah. I mean – Can we come live with you? Can we come live with you? If you answer yes, we'll both – Yeah, we'll both be up there with I our family. Well, I'll fight you. <laughs> if if she if he or she says it's only one, I'll fight you. Uh huh. Hunger Games style. We'll go Hunger Games right now. Okay. Uh, we'll go. No, we'll do we'll do Thunderdome. Thunderdome. Nice. Right now. Um. But we love you for listening to us uh-huh. up there. Uh, Lily, hi. I know you listen to us. I'm sorry for your dad's language. Yep. Oh, she's used to it now. I know. But still. Anyway, that's probably enough for this week. Yep. 
uh, second week in a row we've done this podcast. Yeah, we're doing good. We're doing good. Um, and we'll have a few more coming up yep. here soon. If you have a request, put it in. We'll do it. Look out for Die Hard coming up. Die Hard will be next. I'm Steve. I'm Ryan. And I'm going to hit stop this time. All right.